Hello, and welcome to the conversation at airsafe.com, sponsored in part by Speedbreak Publishing, your source for online safety information. I'm your host, Dr. Todd Curtis, the director of the airsafe.com foundation and the creator of airsafe.com, your reliable source of airline safety and security information since 1996. In this conversation, I'd like to talk about the fatal events of 2007. Before I go on, it's important to define a fatal event. The definition of a fatal event is any circumstance where one or more passengers on an aircraft flight die from causes that are directly related to the operation of that aircraft. The fatal event may be due to an accident or due to a deliberate act by another passenger, a crew member, or by one or more persons done on the aircraft. These events include sabotage, hijacking, or military action, and exclude cases where the only passenger deaths were to hijackers, saboteurs, or stowaways. And now for a quick overview of 2007. There were eight fatal airliner events, and in four of those events, every passenger was killed. Seven of those eight were domestic flights. 547 of the 809 passengers on those flights were killed, as were 35 of the 56 crew members. The fatality rate was 67.6% for passengers and 62.5% for the crew members. Of those eight events, none were located in North America or Australia. Three were in Asia, two in Indonesia and one in Thailand. Two were in Africa, Cameroon and Congo. Two were in Europe, Russia and Turkey. And the last one was in South America and Brazil. The first event was on the 1st of January 2007 and involved an Atom Air 737-400. The location of the event was near the island of Sulawesi in Indonesia and all six crew and 96 passengers were killed. It was a domestic flight going between the cities of Surabaya and Manado, and it crashed about halfway through the flight, just to the west of the island of Sulawesi. Several months later, in August 2007, the flight data recorder and the cockpit voice recorder were recovered from the bottom of the ocean. This was the 61st fatal event involving the 737, and the fourth involving the 737-400. Coincidentally, the next event, on the 7th of March 2007, also involved the 737-400, this one from Garuda Airlines. The crash occurred at Yogyakarta, Indonesia. One of the seven crew members and 20 of the 133 passengers were killed. This was a domestic flight from Jakarta to Yogyakarta, where the approach at the destination airport was at a higher than normal speed. The aircraft departed the runway after landing, crossing a road, impacting an embankment, and catching fire. This was the 62nd fatal event involving the 737, and the fifth involving the 737-400. On the 17th of March 2007, a UTER Tupolev-134 crashed in Samara, Russia. All seven crew members survived, but six of the 50 passengers were killed. This was a domestic flight from Sergut to Samara. Visibility at the destination airport was significantly below minimums for the airline and for the airport. The aircraft experienced a controlled flight into the ground short of the runway by about 300 meters into the right of the center line. This was the 29th fatal event involving airlines of the former Soviet Union since 1990. The next event, on the 5th of May 2007, involved a Kenya Airways 737-800 at Douala, Cameroon. All nine crew members and 105 passengers were killed. The aircraft was on an international flight from Douala, Cameroon to Nairobi, Kenya. It took off from Douala, rose to about 3,000 feet, then descended rapidly. It crashed in a swampy area near the airport. This was the 63rd fatal event involving the 737, and the second involving the 737-800. We'll be back with the rest of the events for this year after this brief message. This annual review of fatal events is just one way that airline accidents and airline safety is measured by airsafe.com. 
If you're an aviation safety professional, or someone who's interested in the study of aviation safety and aviation accidents, one of the things you have to do is be able to systematically ask and answer questions involving aviation safety data. Fortunately, there's a book out there that can show you exactly how this can be done. The book, Understanding Aviation Safety Data, was written by me, Dr. Todd Curtis, and it's a detailed guide for asking and answering aviation safety and security questions. Based on years of research and the analysis of thousands of accidents and incidents, this book addresses the 12 basic types of aviation safety and security questions, with specific examples taken from sources such as online databases and from accident reports. The book is available from Speedbreak Publishing, and you can find out more details at orders.speedbreak.com. The fifth event of the year involved a TOG 737-200 crash in Angola. This was on the 28th of June 2007 at Mbanza, Congo. One of the seven crew members and four of the 71 passengers were killed, as well as one other person on the ground. The aircraft was on a domestic flight from Luanda to Mbanza, Congo. The aircraft undershot the runway and had a right main gear collapse. The aircraft then struck cars and buildings near the runway. This was the 64th fatal event involving the 737, and the 47th involving the 737-200. This next crash, on the 17th of July 2007, was also the one that involved the most fatalities. This was the crash of a Tom A320 aircraft at Sao Paulo, Brazil. All six crew members and 181 passengers were killed, as were 12 others on the ground. The aircraft had been on a domestic flight from Porto Alegre to Sao Paulo. The aircraft landed but then departed the runway, going down an embankment, crossing a major highway and hitting a building where it caught fire. It had been raining during the landing attempt, and the spoilers, which is one of the braking systems used after landing, didn't activate after the aircraft landed. This was the seventh fatal event involving the A320. On the 16th of September 2007, an MD-82 from 1-2-Go Airlines crashed at Phuket, Thailand. Five of the seven crew members and 85 of the 123 passengers were killed. The aircraft had been on a domestic flight from Bangkok to Phuket. It was raining during the landing attempt, and the aircraft was not able to stay on the runway, departing the runway and catching fire. This was the 13th MD-80 series fatal event, and the 7th for the MD-82. The last event of the year was on the 30th of November 2007, and involved an Atlas Jet MD-83. The crash occurred near Kesiborlu, Turkey, and killed all seven crew members and 50 passengers. The aircraft had been on a domestic flight from Istanbul to Esparta and crashed in a mountainous area about 12 kilometers from the destination airport. This is the 14th fatal event involving the MD-80 series and the second for the MD-83. This particular Atlas Jet MD-83 had actually been leased from World Focus Airlines. The eight fatal events in 2007 is consistent with the reduced number of fatal events seen by AirSafe.com over the last few years. This trend has also been recognized by others in the aviation industry. In January 2007, a study published by Flight International magazine showed a steady decline in airline accidents over the previous decade, with a nearly 50% decline in fatal events between 1997 and 2006. As I explained before, AirSafe.com computes fatal events somewhat differently, but it too showed a general decline. During the 10-year period of 1998 to 2007, there were 111 fatal events. In 67 of these 111 events, all the passengers were killed. The fewest number of fatal events occurred in the last half of this 10-year period. There was a total of 8 fatal events in 2003, 2006, and 2007. 
The greatest number of fatal events, 14, occurred in the years 1998, 1999, and 2001. Although AirSafe.com and Flight International Magazine have different ways of computing accidents, both organizations show a similar trend of decreasing accidents over the last 10 years. Well, that concludes the annual review for 2007. I'd like to add that if any of you out there would like to have permission to use any audio, text, or video, either from this podcast or from the website, please contact airsafe.com at tcurtis at airsafe.com. I'd also like to take a moment and tell you about my latest book, Parenting in the Internet, which is published by Speed Break Publishing. It's a practical how-to guide for the parents of online children and has hundreds of free resources both for free software and for free online information. To find out more about the book, please visit the website at orders.speedbreak.com. Before we end the show, I'd like to remind all my listeners that this podcast is produced by the Airsafe.com Foundation. This nonprofit organization is responsible for this podcast and for a variety of other efforts to further the public's understanding of aviation safety and aviation security. For information about the foundation or to make a tax-deductible donation, please visit the foundation at airsafe.org. For more information about airline safety, you can find us at airsafe.com. That's A-I-R-S-A-F-E dot com. Or type the words airline safety into your favorite search engine. We're probably on the first page of results. Feel free to send us feedback at feedback.airsafe.org. You can also see all the podcasts in this series if you visit podcast.airsafe.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.